0: Here you go. it. That was the second episode in a row. Fuck you, Imperical. Where you tried to open I mean, a I thriller, love you, empirical, I love you. And it sounds like a fart. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, that, was good. that was good. Oh, man. That,
1: that chocolate weird. Look at that.
2: It's <laughs> thick. Oh, gosh.
1: All right. All right. Here we are.
0: Julie, I thought you had some questions. For oh me. yeah,
1: questions about the gathering. Excuse me, microphone. You're moving this way. Allison. Mhm. How do you feel about the gathering? It's just we play. <laughs> what else did you want to know? Um, I wanted to know who was coming to the gathering. It's just we play. Mhm. And um, what do you hope to get from this year's gathering? Mmm. Just we play. <laughs>
0: ah and julie one more one more one more question yeah i've got one for you are you are you ready to start this episode jace
1: we pray (laughs) (laughs) that's even better than i
2: hoped
1: oh that's even better than i hoped well you guys i just want you to know when we get to the hunt scene you're gonna have to give me a minute just remember that
0: Okay. okay. Uh, I am Alice Shoemaker. I'm Julie Starburn.
1: And this is Janine. What's up?
0: Janine's name is actually Aaron Pagel. I feel like I should say that every couple of episodes. Uh, and this is Podlander Drunkcast and Eleanor Podcast. We are talking about season one and our season one rematch. Rewatch.
1: Oh, rematch. Well, rematch. Essentially, rematch.
0: Rewatch. Season one rewatch. This is episode four. The Gathering, and if you listen to episode three,
1: you might be aware that there was going to be a gathering! <laughs> there was something coming, it sounded like a party, could be and all of our rowdy friends are coming over tonight. There's something
0: to due any day, I will know right away soon as it shows making candles down the sky gleaming aside. bright as a rose oh fuck I fucked up the rolled to her. I was really gonna nail that joke it was gonna be I was gonna sing West Side Story and it was gonna be bright as a rose and I fucked it up god damn it what the fuck is wrong with me it's okay
1: uh, one growler down
0: oh je suis prêt <laughs> Anyway, so now we're at the gathering, which has been teased for approximately 76
1: episodes. Years.
0: Yeah, year episodes. Feels, um, feels like it. Years. And you know what? It's a good episode. It's not like I wouldn't put it in my top three for the
1: season, would you? No, but it's funny but because it's they hype it, they hype it like it's gonna be that. Well,
0: I wonder if it's actually just the characters that are hyping it because they have nothing else in their lives.
1: You know what? They don't, except porridge. And I'm sorry, parritch. parritch. <laughs> and maybe like a little slap and pickle in the stables or whatever. That's kind of it though. Pickle, tickle. Pickle, tickle. <laughs> um, I did tickle my pickles today, by the way, though. My ones that I'm fermenting. But you're like your actual pickles. <laughs> yeah, no. My actual pickles that I'm fermenting. I, I skimmed them. I tickled them. Great. Moved them around. That's Just great. saying. I tickled my pickle. Um, I ate some pickles.
0: <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I suppose when I was digesting them, it tickled. Got <laughs> nothing else. Anyway, uh, so the gathering gets teased like it's the fucking wedding, and it's not. It's not. Um, and that's not a spoiler. Um, it's not a spoiler. So it is a great big party, though, and you get to see a lot of people. And it also features a great cameo, which we'll talk about later. You get to and be some
1: great costumes. There's some great costuming you in You learn. Episode. You learn a lot more about the Highlander culture. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, <clears throat> the little teasy beginning thing is a tartan with a pen. We're like, is it, je suis um, No, it's, um, latin, dum, latin, which means latin, latin, I shine, not burn. Blatin, blatin, blatin. All right. Et tu, Blue tabatum. <laughs> <laughs> and then, all of a sudden, we hear running in the forest, and then we see watchmen on these big timber posts with guns, and it's like, Wait a minute. Okay, and then we see Claire running through the woods, and we're led to believe that she's trying to escape, and she's got to get past these watchmen, but really, she's just playing with some kids, man. <laughs> she's just running some kids through the yard. Like one does! But then we realize that her games actually have a point, because she is, like, Hansel and her way through the woods, and figuring out a path for Which her to a, get out. Which
0: is I gotta say, it's a real waste of a decent hair ribbon. Uh, twice. Many times I would something and
1: and also it's not like dudes or people who leave the castle are not walking through these woods and be like, Who left this ribbon here? (laughs) Who left the ribbon here? (laughs) 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 Gross.
0: (laughs) So uh so she's essentially trying to handle and gretel her way out of this forest, Mm -hmm. which in a certain Way makes sense, right? Like, she knows there's about to be this giant party where everyone in the castle is going to be drunk or distracted. Mm -hmm. It makes sense that that would be a good time for her to to Hansel and Gretel her way out. I just Mm -hmm. want to make sure that Claire remembers that Hansel and Gretel almost got eaten by a witch. Yeah, they almost end up in an oven, dude. Yeah, it's rough. It's really rough. It's real close. Uh, Although they had a great meal afterwards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So she is doing all this with the kids and finally gets sent back on her way to the castle. And as she goes back... All of the clan's members who have come for the gathering are like camping out on the grounds of Castle Leoc. So there's like all these people from all the vast wilds of the Mackenzie clan just camping, just hanging out, singing some songs, fucking around, making jokes, kids are playing ball, whatever. People are hanging out. It's like a big picnic. It's it's very
0: festive. It looks
1: like Bonnaroo only... (laughs) Uh, Radiohead is not there. <laughs> and she, Claire is actually very kind of appreciative of it. And like, it's really nice to see people just being happy to see each other and reconnecting. And so she's, she's kind of caught up in it a little bit.
0: I need to real briefly say, we usually save the beer we're drinking for the end <laughs> because it we're not being sponsored by. We but, might not say it if we do it this time. But God, well, that's true. But also... <laughs> God, this is really good. It's oatmeal
1: delicious. Oatmeal stout is. Waiting,
0: What's the waiting. name of the oatmeal stout? It is
1: Empirical Brewing's oatmeal stout. But they
0: have a name for it. Uh, will you, Janine? Will you, Janine? It, please. Uh, let me Janine this. One. Uh, so Empirical Brewing, which, as you might have guessed from listening, is right down the street.
1: <laughs> we do drink a lot we of their brew.
0: We drink a lot of their beer. Uh, it's a really good oatmeal stout. We thought we would drink it because it seemed uh, gathering-ish, like it was. It's very fall and. It
1: seemed. Renish. <laughs> It did seem a rhenish. Oh,
2: it's, uh, it's called uh, Singularity Oatmeal Stout.
0: Singularity Oatmeal Stout. It's great. It's yeah. really good. It's very and I good. don't typically go for a stout, but it's And delicious. we didn't talk about it beforehand because what you heard was Julie opening the growler because we don't fake this shit. <laughs> she opened that and then poured it.
1: Because I'm real. Way you woke. <laughs> I really tried to be there for you. I led you into a jaw rule joke and you, you were there. No, though. you led me into an Ashanti joke. Yeah. Well, but Ja Rule's the one that you were doing.
0: Well, sure, yeah, but yeah. come on. Whatever. Anyway, um, so she's, she's running through the woods, and then she goes back, and it's finally like, yeah, sure, let's go back. And Angus and Rupert are still tailing her.
1: And I believe that Rupert maybe says some shit to her that sounds like, and I can't tell if this is actually what he said to her, hums macaque. I think he actually asked her to hum on his fucking cock. Like, hum. Which, coincidentally,
0: what sound does the dick rock make?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, kind of the same sound. (laughs) So, I think Rupert may have actually told Katrina my my mom. hum is nuts but i don't know (laughs) anyway uh
0: she this is this begins the claire skullduggery we've seen in this episode which tells us that while claire might not be a very good time traveler she is good at creating a shifty as fuck plot yeah right like she knows what's up so basically she picks just a random woman and this poor woman i mean don't get me wrong both those dudes are pretty good looking they're not like murta or jamie good looking Mm -hmm. but they're not bad looking they're charming so, because they're actors, so yeah. like, <laughs> right? Um, but she picks like a random woman in the courtyard, and it's like, oh, that woman was looking at you.
1: And the woman actually was, though, for real, though. To be safe, was she? Oh, yeah. They have a they have a glance at her, and she's like. You can't tell who she's looking at, but you find out later who she was probably looking at.
0: Oh, see, I just, I was too busy trying to figure out if either of them was wearing underwear under their kilts.
1: Plus, she was incredibly lusty winch. Like, she's presented as lusty winch. Like, her shirt is falling out and, like, she's ready to go. And the gathering does give a lady a chance to, like, you know, butterfly about, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, to, um, to, uh, to, to mow her lawns. To just get fucked. (laughs)
2: this is the second growler we're not yeah you know what i hope that mrs
1: fitz gets laid as fuck during the gathering i bet she does get laid i hope she does anyway well presumably she's married she's mrs fitz yeah well good. but is is he dead we never see him that's true i hope that she gets to hit it and then quit it hit it and quit Um, it because that's what the gathering
0: is about anyway point being she basically is like oh rupert and angus Look at that, look at that lady, and they immediately go into full. So this week, I read an article about how Jane Goodall uh, was saying that Donald Trump is acting like a male gorilla, um, and she's a scientist. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, it's a little bit like that. They immediately go into like, bro, bro, bro. No, it's me, bro. No, it's me, bro. And they're trying to fix their long hair that doesn't need
1: fixing, and like, uh, so it becomes this uh, pissing kind of sort of. And so she manages to get rid of one of them right away. Because yeah. they have to draw sticks Like she's like alright fine You guys will draw straws for it And Angus wins So Angus goes to you know Pitch woo to this bitch
0: Oh I think it's Rupert that wins Because Angus is the one that gets really
1: excited about No Angu- Angus wins the first time But then Rupert's the one that gets her later Yeah. So Angus wins the stick pick Stick pick, pick the dick, dick tick 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 tick
2: the stick pick where he gets to pitch the stick, woo to the bitch. Stick, <laughs>
1: yes. Dick, yes. <laughs> dick, dick. He does get to pitch woo to the bitch. So oh. Angus is like, ha ha ha, with no teeth. And I gotta go. And Rupert's like kind of blue. And then he follows Kachuna <laughs> <laughs> Ba- into the castle. And then this is very strange. So she's starting to set up her whole thing, as Allison said, where she's like gathering things for her trip to get out. And the music is all 40s music that's playing.
0: Yeah, it's like reminding you that she doesn't really belong. And we've heard
1: a little of that
0: earlier on. Like we, in the in the first episode, we hear them play that song that goes, run, rabbit, run, which I assume is called death to Nazis. Yeah. Run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run. And then you hear her humming it later. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time since then that they embrace the anachronistic shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and it's just a reminder that she doesn't belong here is yet. it that
1: she's an outlander
0: <laughs> um n- n- um julia i think it's that she's a time traveler oh all okay. right no it's that she's an
1: outlander. It anyway is. um so she's moving through the castle trying to like get all of her shit together she's and like
0: "Ooh, a love of bread Ooh, a thing of medicine
1: and then she Mexico goes down to spread. her uh, herb dungeon and guess who's there gayless
2: mm-hmm. just
1: hanging out Freaks Claire out because Claire is single minded right now. She's got a goal, and that goal is to get to the dick rocks. And that goal did not include Galus hanging out in her Who ur- immediately
0: is like, Why the fuck do you have so much food? And also, why do you have these berries that knock people out? And are you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you've noticed, but Galus is pretty quick on the uptake. Yeah, Galus is just like, boom, Claire boom, boom. It's very smart, not
1: always so quick on the uptake. Mm-hmm. Galus gets it like three steps before you do. Yeah. So Galus is digging around, trying to figure it out. Why the fuck do you have all this food packed up like a picnic? What are you going to do with that? Are you pregnant? Are you eating for two people? Also, who are you trying to kill? Valerian root. Like, why are do you have this enormous piece of it? You could kill like 20 people with this. Well, I usually put it in tea. And then you're like, hmm. <laughs> that comes back later. <laughs> uh, so Galus is totally sniffing around. And then I don't remember how that scene ends, but Galus is, leaves. And Mrs. Fitzgibbons... This is what happens. She goes, bitch, you get it. <laughs> See ya. And, <gasps> deuces. <laughs> and she leaves. But then Mrs. Fitzgibbons is like, oh, Claire, you don't look good enough. You're not dressed up enough for the gathering. You need a dress. You need a dress. And so she, we get a little montage Like of Claire like, getting all dressed up. L- 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 imagine
0: that Hollow Notes is playing in the background because <laughs> it's basically like, you're a rich girl
1: and, a th- and you know it didn't matter anyway. I was going to go with, you can rely on old man's and money. You can the
0: birds They're all, all kind of the same song. Can't
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, what I got. <laughs> and then she puts on this dress that is, shitty oh i love it i think it's great i did not like it oh i think it's wonderful i did not like it it looked like she was a harry and david package (laughs) and then the choker is like the same matching plaid it's too matchy matchy it's not good well no
0: but go ahead and remember this is flashing forward we won't name character names remember in season two the character that gets dressed in head-to-toe plaid yeah it's nowhere near as bad as that no
1: truly not but it also is like a Whose dress was this that Miss Fitz was like, oh, this will fit her. Let's just grab this one. Was it just in the closet? Was it one of Mrs. Fitz's old dresses from like 20 years ago? Uh, so we'll I like
0: know. to imagine that they just have a roster of dresses for visitors or some shit. Just and like this a visitor. One, Mrs. Fitz was <laughs> it's like... It's like a
1: fancy restaurant where you come in and they're like, you need a coat, sir.
0: Totally. But, but <laughs> Mrs. Fitz obviously loves Claire because not only is she... Awesome. She just saved the her nephew. Episode, saved her nephew. Mm-hmm. So I bet she was like, you know what? She really needs to fit in. Let me find the most Scottish looking fucking outfit I possibly can to dress and let's as set. girl in this. Right. right. So right.
1: she puts her in this plaid number and it's very neutral so she won't stand out. Also,
0: I mean, her tits look great.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah great. I mean, Catherine m- 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 is awesome, very m- pretty, m- but this dress is not the best. Uh, but it is also good in that it aligns her with a clan, but also is very neutral so she doesn't stand out. Um, And then Mrs. Fitz is like taking her up into the gallery. Which Claire doesn't want to go to because part of her plan is that she's to get out. Right, right. And so she goes up there, and then there's this shady-ass bitch who tries to step up in Mrs. Fitz's shit, and it's like, I see you clean this place as much as a baby's body. It's It's bright as a new pen.
0: And when I watched it the first time, it was I thought it was bright as a new bairn.
1: Which I thought it was, too. Baby. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, But I I checked it quote somewhere, and it said bright as a new pen. I think it's funnier if it's bright as
1: a new New bairn. bairn. And then Mrs. Fitz is like, oh, thanks, Mary. You look great in that dress you wore last time. Ooh, that dress again you wore so well to the love gathering. Shade. That's like shade. Like, world-class shade.
0: And you just go like, man, that bit actress, she did a great job with her two lines.
1: But. But. Spoiler. Spoiler. Diana Gabaldon. Yeah. It's great. It's the actual author of this yeah. entire story. Which,
0: you know what? Scottish accent,
1: on point! She you lives did a good in job. New Mexico. You did a good job. Yeah, Diana. But she did get it. She did get a shady moment, which was good. And so Mrs. Fitzgibbons takes uh, Claire over to the edge of this gallery section. they hanging out with Murtaugh. And just happens to be standing there next to Murtaugh, who can translate for her. Yeah. Oh, and so he's standing there telling her what's happening. And down on the floor, Colm walks laboredly in his new short frock coat. His all, appropriate length frock coat. Walks all the way up to his... Throne, I guess. A throne.
0: Along is the, the way, the he
1: steps over the blood of the tailor he murdered. Yeah. And he gets up there and he turns around and has this great inspirational speech about how proud he is of the clan and how if anybody had to take up iron, I would never do it with anyone uh, that wasn't as good as my men, my Mackenzie men. You know, he's like whipping them into a frenzy. Like we all belong to this clan and we all mean something to each other. To La like how Yeah. And then. Dudes have to come up and give their oath. And Dougal
0: is the first, and he gets up and he kneels and he says, By the power of the man who invented golf, I swear to you that I will fuck all of the young women who mm. worship me in the future
1: mm-hmm. and also do everything you say, Laird. And this gun, this knife, and gun, this knife is for you to plunge into my breast if you feel that I am not worthy. This knife is for you, and so is this blood. Yeah. And then he stands up, and Colin reaches over and gets this big-ass silver coupe, like it's this big dish thing, and it's this whole communion-style thing where Colin drinks out of it, and then the person who's pledging, pledging fealty drinks out of it, and I'm thinking, disgusting. Uh, like, question, Julie, I can't remember.
0: Does does anyone say at any point, wow, Colin must be hammered by now, in the show? No. That's in the book. In the book, at some point, someone is like, "I cannot believe," and it must be Claire, right? Future, it, someone says, "I can't believe it. he's not
1: fault-on drunk right now," because mm-hmm. it's it's ranish, and he has to take a shot every time every somebody's time. up there. And there's like seventy guys in the line. Oh, more than <laughs> yeah. it's a huge all the all the able bodied men who could fight for the clan are in line to pledge field. To I wonder it one it, at a time.
0: I wonder Whoa. if his crazy legs are hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so they're swearing this oath, and Claire goes, it's, it, it, continuing with the show doing a really good job of making Claire a bad actress.
1: She goes, Well, you've seen one, you've seen them all. I've got to go. And then leaves. Like, that's not shady. Or like, weird. any
0: woman in the world would willingly walk away from Myrta. Mm-hmm.
1: So she leaves. <laughs> And then she gets stopped by Angus, and uh, he tries to talk to her about something like he's got to go with her or whatever. And she's like, "Well, I was gonna drink a little." And she pulls out this flask, and she takes. She says, "It's port," and he doesn't know what port is. And she's like, "It's very expensive or something." And she takes. It's really.
0: It's the first indication you get that what's his name? It's Stephen something who plays uh, Angus. Angus. Stephen Walters. Stephen Walters is fucking hilarious because he goes, "What says?"
1: Part, part. And he, he does. He tries to say it like an English person. It's very funny. And then she uncorks it and takes a big sip out of it, and then just hands it to him. And while he's tipping it back, she turns around and spits it out. And so we know she's put the Valerian in there. She's gonna try he to goes, knock his ass oh, out. Oh, test strong, and she goes. Yes. yes, it's a sedative. And then he's like, sedative. And he keeps drinking it, and you're like, you're done. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, and then uh, she goes to leave, and this time she gets, she's running down into the dungeon, and she's getting all her shit together, like her cheese and her meat and all that shit she's saved up. She's ready to go. She's going to go run to the stables and get her horse and all that shit. And then, who is it?
0: Harry. got I was looking for a potion. I love potion. To move his heart along. Cause I don't need to move along his boner,
1: because that's fine. The boner's I strong. Mean, the heart is weak.
0: God, you sounded like Czechoslovakian, right there. I don't know what happened there. Uh, the point is, like, the show is actually kind of straightforward about this. Like, she's not worried about moving
1: his dick along she wants to move his heart along she knows that he doesn't he's not into her right she knows and so claire's like oh okay oh I this can't, is great no that's not this what is, i do that's not what
0: i do that's not what i do it's and perfect then she perfect. looks up at her with her seemingly innocent eyes Oy. and claire's like um fine fine fine, fine fine she goes back turns her around. troll
1: lodge and what does she get Horse dung. She pulls out the little horse dung that we've already mentioned before, and is like, Ugh, "Gross." Put this in a little packet. Hand it to her, and is like, "What you need to do is sprinkle this at his door, and whisper three times." Don't tap
0: your heels three times.
1: <laughs> and love. whisper three times. There's no place like love. There's no place like
0: love. There's no place like love. There's no. Place-
1: so, thank It's you. one of my
0: favorite time traveler jokes in the whole show. Yeah. Because Claire is just, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel. She's like a Wizard of Oz the shit. the most whatever. obvious thing she could come up with. And Lear's like, oh, great. That sounds really authentic.
1: Off I go. I hope this works. And then she leaves with the horse shit. And yeah. it's fine. And then Claire leaves. And she's making her way through the weird-ass castle halls. Yeah, you can hear it. And then all of a sudden, there are these three, like, unsavory dudes i don't know if you're aware of this but occasionally men are fucking terrifying assholes and they try to like rough her up and they're it's very obvious well that, they want to put they want to give they're, her a little pickle tickle they're, which they're, we call rape yeah they're trying to rape her we call it rape they don't get too far though because they forgot about gilf forgot about gilf <laughs> and gilf <laughs> comes in and just like destroys them he knocks them all out all three of them are out but then gilf is standing there and gilf is tanked and Claire's like, thank you. And, and he's Gilf like... Is like uh. <laughs> and Gilf maybe wants a little pickle tickle, too. He says, you are a most rare woman, or an extraordinary woman. Whatever the... Red, raw, 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 raw
0: woman. <laughs> yeah, and, and he just says. wants
1: to get in there. And he's trying to... He's like, puts his hand up her skirt, and she's like, okay, fuck this shit. And he... Pushes he him off. Pushes him off, and then picks up a chair. And no, because he... She pushes him right? off
0: and he notices the bundle of food. mm mm-hmm. And when he sees the bundle of food, that's when she picks up like a like a milk and stool. Like it's a stool, like just occasionally that, that hallway is used for cow milking purposes. <laughs> or so there's a stool there and she just knocks him right up
1: the head. So Gilf is knocked out and neutralized. She grabs her bag of cheese. <laughs> And makes her way to the stables. You know what? That bag, I bet it's delicious. I bet it's cheese, bread, and apples. And maybe some hams, dried meats, sausages, yeah. something. Yeah. Tequila? Mm, probably not. Whiskey. Ranish. <laughs> <laughs> Ranish. <laughs> so she makes her way to the stables, falls into some hay, and whoop, who's there? And she's like,
0: oh, I'm just running along. And I tripped over something that feels like a hot hunk of man's <laughs> And
1: what I just that? fell into this hay pile. Who? <laughs> who's oh, there? Oh.
0: Jamie. Jamie.
1: Yeah. So actually, they truly had a role in the hay.
0: They did. It just happens right here. And you think, God, I wonder why Jamie McTavish is hiding out in the stables when there's this big party coming on.
1: Why can't he go to the party? He
0: could, he could be getting his dick wet all over the place. I mean
1: like he, like he wouldn't even have to go into the party. He could just be like working his way from the front door into the hall. Like he'd get his dick wet like five times.
0: Is it worth it? Let him work it. Put his thing down, flip it, and reverse it. He
1: could just seriously though, he could just really fuck all the way in. Like uh, no, but instead he's out with a horses. The horses. <laughs> and she's like, why are you here? And he's like, well, I can't can't really talk about it. <laughs> but why are you here? Why are you here? And she's like, uh, uh, I was coming to get the horse, and I don't want to be here. And I'm just trying to leave. And he is an honorable man, and he's trying to be nice to her about it. But he's like, you can't leave.
0: Well, he also explains that she, so she thinks it's a genius plan, right? She thinks she's being so smart because the gathering, everyone's going to be distracted. And he says, yes. But, that would be a really great plan if Column hadn't set up extra guards everywhere, because every fighting man in the entire clan is inside right now. So it would be really stupid on a million levels to just like all you have to do is lock the doors and throw a match in there. Yeah, everyone. There's drunk. dudes. There's dudes on the perimeter. Him. Angus alone. You throw a match on him, and you've got a
1: building-sized fire <laughs> right there. Right. So she's like, oh. I didn't think of that. And he's like, I bet you didn't. Well, I'll take you back to the castle because obviously you can't leave. Right. And I'll take you back because she told him about how somebody tried to fuck with her and how Dougal showed up and how she knocked him out. And that made him laugh. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah. And then she said, he won't remember. Yeah. He was like, wait, was he drunk? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, he won't remember a fucking thing. It's fine. And so he's like, let's get back to the castle. Here's this uh, little cellar way I know to get in. And he takes her over there. And then... Boom. 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 They get caught. And uh, there are people there that... And you
0: think that the reason they don't want to get caught is because it'll be bad for Claire. Mm -mm. Only they get caught, and nobody gives a fuck about Claire, and it's bad for Jamie.
1: Really bad for Jamie. So
0: you might remember... That Jamie, Claire keeps calling him Mr. McTavish, and people look at her like she's stupid, and then she goes, Jamie, and they go, oh, right, because none of them remember his fake name, because it's not his real name, because he's on the lam.
1: Yeah, he's running from the law, man.
0: Yeah, so he's essentially hiding on Mackenzie territory. Um... And then all of a sudden he's there, Rupert's there. They're getting him all dressed and getting him ready to swear his oath. And like, obviously it's complicated. Claire so they're dragging him into
1: the gathering, which he did not obviously plan to go to. He was hiding in the hay for a reason. And now he's getting dragged up. Yeah. So they're getting him dressed. They're putting on the kilt. They're putting on a
0: shirt.
2: And I'm we sorry. Get hold to, on. Oh, man. We this
0: get means- to one of the, it's all right. This isn't a spoiler. We get to one of the hottest moments in the series, and it's just because Sam Hewon, when he puts his mind to it, is a pretty good actor, especially when his responsibility is to it's be, to be hot. hot as fuck. So, she Claire's helping him get ready, and uh, Rupert hands him this pin that says "But something them
1: in a Latin,"
0: which means "I shine not, not burn, burn," which is the Mackenzie clan motto he says i can't wear this i'm not a mckenzie do you know what my clans motto Marta, is Marta. lass she says no i don't even know what your clan is do be her i don't even know, know her? her whatever the fuck it you
1: is. brought her Oh,
0: we're gonna we're gonna do it like four times. Yeah. So, because uh, it's better than Julie and I trying to reenact it. It's true. So, I I don't I don't even know what clan you're from. And he's straightening his long shirt,
1: <laughs>
0: and he turns in the direction of the camera without looking in the camera, and he says,
1: <sighs> "I didn't even see it." Like Janine's computer is turned away from me right now. Can Aaron? Can you hit us again? Yeah, one more time. Ooh. You know what? <laughs> Je suis prêt. Je Jamie, suis... so precious. So prêt. Je suis prêt, 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 prêt. prêt. <laughs> So it's like this moment. So I was re watching this episode yesterday and I had forgot. I forgot about Blonde Dre. Pre. I forgot about Dre. I forgot about Prey. <laughs> hey. Yay! Forgot about Prey! <laughs> and this moment happened and I just went, huh, oh, God? And it was like, the floodgates in my pants open. You
0: told me that what the exact thing you said while sitting next to your husband I was, was sitting next to him. Oh,
1: woof. I did. I went, oh, woof. <laughs> like, exactly like that. While the floodgates in my nether regions opened at the same time. And I was like, oh, God, I forgot how hot... God, thank God you weren't wearing a kilt. <laughs> yeah, nah. I forgot. I mean, it's it's <laughs> not easy to forget how hot he is. But, like, this moment... I, well, it's
0: a minor moment when you're, this is, again, but it's not a weirdly, spoiler. I guess you that's what You watch later episodes in the series where both Jamie and Sam Huon are doing incredibly hot things. And those are the ones you remember because they're more explicit. Mm-hmm. But this
1: is the one where it's you're just like. It's like a
0: sneaker hot. Oh,
1: gimme. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's sneaker hot because it comes out of nowhere. There it is, all of a sudden, you're moist. <laughs> right? You are ready. Which is by the way what just we pla- translates to I, I am, am ready. ready. So it it's this just it takes 0.2 seconds and you're just like Aaron. Sorry, Janine. One more time. One more time. <laughs> yeah God damn it. We're going to cry right now. We're not even watching it. (laughs) No, we can't even see it. We just hear it. Uh, Okay, okay. so that happens, and Claire, her ovaries explode. But but
0: wait, hold on just a second. What happened? You said it happened. What happened?
1: One more time. (laughs) (laughs) And then Claire all of a sudden is like, oh, I got to bone him.
2: Like, (laughs) That is the look she's giving that I'm seeing right, right now. Oh, well,
1: no. one of the things I
0: appreciate about this show, broader point, one of the things I appreciate is that Claire does not stop talking about wanting to get back to Frank for, um, no spoilers. Claire spends a lot of time talking about how she wants to get back to Frank. But you can see pretty much from episode one, but especially starting in episode three and it hits like peak visibility in episode four. That God, she's not blind.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he's right there,
0: and he's like six foot eight. Which is real, <laughs> right? Like Julie and I are both partnered. She's been married for a zillion years. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we, you, you know, like you're committed. You love mm-hmm. your fella, and occasionally you're just like woof. <laughs> Especially if that person is a movie star, she's like woof woof. And that's okay. That's healthy. And that's that seems to me that's my interpretation of where Claire is right now.
1: Yeah, it's like just she like,
0: loves you, Frank, but she would be fucking. There's no she'd way be crazy.
1: She's just like you're incredibly handsome and young and like oh, woof. Like it's just a woof moment. Woof.
0: Je suis ne She's ne I don't. That's actually not right. Is it, Madame right? Ellington? I'm really sorry. Yeah. I can't remember how to negate.
1: Prats. Is it more like, je suis woof? <laughs> it is it, je suis woof? No, it's, um, je suis confusé. <laughs> I don't think she's confused. I think she knows. But she obviously can't act on it, because she is a woman of honor and is married. Je suis tingling. <laughs> je suis moiste. <laughs> je suis mo- mo- oh. <laughs> Je suis <whoosh. laughs> So, this happens. Whatever. Now. Je suis, fuck me. <laughs> Jamie has to go in and pledge his fealty. Now, to those of us not, you know, versed in the Highlander Code, we don't know why this is such a big problem. And neither does Claire, which mm-hmm. is an important point. She's like, this seems like a big deal and I don't know why. But luckily, Galus is there. Yeah. To tell her what's up. So Jamie gets in the line and he is the second to last or the last Galus person. Is was Myrta. No, it's Galus because she's got the lover's eye. This is the one where it's Gayla's telling her.
0: But isn't Merchant there for part of it? Because uh, Marta gets real worried.
1: Oh, well, no, he is there, but so is Gayla. like they're both there. Yeah, one of my other favorite Right, because, costumes. yes, because he is the one that's like explaining to her the catch-22. Uh-huh. So Jamie comes in, and he's getting in the line to do fealty, and you can see that he's really freaked out hey, about Julie, it. Julie, hold
0: on just a yeah. second. Yeah. I just want to make something clear. Duncan LaCroix?
1: Always. <laughs> Anytime you want. Always Pample Moose. Okay, go ahead. So they're there hanging out, and Jamie's showing up, and Claire cannot understand the tension in the room, because there is tension, which is hilarious, because there's been like 77 dudes or whatever, and everybody should be fucking hammered and happy by now, but they're still waiting for the dudes to go through. It's like every
0: time... Pardon me, I burped. Every time in the Harry Potter books, when Harry says Voldemort instead of he must not be named, and a bunch of sensible people who are mostly having a good time go... <gasps> It's, it's like, like that. It's exactly like that.
1: So, Jamie gets. Oh so my line. god, does that make Jamie Voldemort? Oh. No. Oh. Does it make
0: King Rick as Voldemort?
1: No, nobody is Voldemort. Nobody's Voldemort in this situation. What? Blackjack is Voldemort.
0: It, but is Claire Hermione? That's really what I want to know. Oh, i can give her
2: that. Uh, no, she's dumber
0: than Hermione. Is Claire, I think she might not no, be as no, smart as she's her. Hermione.
2: She's pretty smart. Pleasure, is pleasure, Hermione pleasure, Claire pleasure.
1: with the drinking problem? <laughs> No, Claire is Hermione with the drinking problem. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so Jamie gets in line, and uh, Murtaugh explains to Claire that Jamie has to walk this incredibly fine diplomatic line between the fact that he belongs to Claire Fraser. Is that clan? Thank you. (laughs) Spoiler. Anyway, (laughs) clan Fraser. And that he cannot plead fealty to Clan Mackenzie because he is the laird of Clan Fraser.
0: No, the laird of Lallybrock. Right. So here's here politically, and this is an understanding that comes from book readings. Mm.
1: Yeah, I don't got that. Book reading. I don't read books good. I read letters. Uh, <laughs> um, <said. laughs> I done read all the bookses. I can't wait till we get to the hunt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: the the two options Jamie has are to swear. You no, know, it's three, honestly. And mm. Claire fucked him out of one of them. Right. Not literally. Yet, wink. Uh. Uh, so, one option: swear fealty mm-hmm. to Clan Mackenzie. Another option: actively not
1: swear fealty to Clan Mackenzie.
0: Third option, sleep through the gathering in the (laughs) stable.
1: And you know what? Third option, out. And that's what he
0: planned on. And then Claire fucking tripped on his nuts. And
1: huge, and he had to help her back because he He's is a, a man a of gentleman. honor. He's and really bad. They sweep sweepbray. Right. He's just sweep right. He's really Jamie.
0: Adding to the list of things Jamie is bad at, Jamie is really bad at just staying in the fucking hay when he should probably stay in the. Hay. <laughs> <laughs> so, he helps Claire back. So then, then one option is gone. So his options are swear fealty to Clan Mackenzie, or say I cannot swear fealty to Clan Mackenzie. Option one. Means that the clansmen there will not fucking murder him because they're all there to swear, swear fealty to the clan. Mm-hmm. Option two means they will all murder him. So it seems like you should pick option one, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem with option one is that if he swears fealty to Clan McKenzie, a huge percentage of the people in the clan are going to think, oh, he'd be better than Dougal. Do you want to know why?
1: Because he's extra hot, or because uh,
0: Because he'd be better than Dougal.
1: Because Dougal, je suis prêt.
0: I, have you ever seen A League of Their Own? Mm-hmm. So, A League of Their Own uh, is the tale of two sisters, <laughs> uh, one of whom is an excellent baseball player in control of her emotions. Oh my God, A League of Their Own is sense and sensibility with baseball. <laughs> yes, I just it realized is. that.
1: <laughs> yes, it is.
0: Woo! Um, So, point, okay, going
2: back. uh, Things
0: Outlander have given us. Right? So, um, so there's the sister who has her shit together. And then there's the sister who really wants to, like, get away from home and make something of herself, but is just, like, not in control of her emotions. Uh And because it was during World War II, she couldn't, like, go to therapy. Right. Which, what Kit Keller really needs is therapy. Tank Girl needs therapy. Tank Girl really needs therapy. So, Julie and I watched this movie very recently. So this is why we're on the ball here. On the ball. sweet we get it. Um, Point being, Dougal is totally Kit and Colm is totally Dottie if Dottie had fucked up legs. If Dottie was King Ricketts.
1: (laughs) If Dottie wasn't actually physically perfect in every way and seven feet tall. like Dottie. With a glow from within. (laughs) But Colm, like
0: Dottie, is in control of his emotions. He's... Really intelligent. smart. He's good at what he does. He's good with people. He understands the way the world works. He's able to moderate his temper. He, all these things.
1: Whereas Dougal, Dougal is totally kit Is Sonny Corleone.
0: <laughs> right. D- Dougal is like crying in the shower because he tried to fight Rosie O'Donnell because <laughs> Tom Hanks took him out of the game too early. Right. Like <laughs> Dougal. That, so that's Dougal. So here's the problem Who do you want being in charge of your clan?
1: Just we play. Or Kit Keller. <sighs> right? I think we all know the answer. And like, don't get me wrong, I would fuck this shit out of Dougal. But he can't be a leader, though. And he's the most
0: logical successor to Colum, mm-hmm. who is going to die like 60 seconds from now. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware, but he's unwell. Um, a demon's gotten. <laughs> so Jamie can't straight up say so if he swears fealty to clan McKenzie Dougal is gonna fucking murder him Dougal
1: will kill him right away so damned if you do damned if you don't right so instead what he does is plead obedience he's it's very politically savvy yeah he's like uh I will obey any wish you ever have, but I cannot pledge fealty to you because I belong to another clan.
0: But while I am here, I will do everything you want. You have my loyalty as your clansman, your kinsman, and your subject. I think that's actually what he says. If I pulled that out on my
1: ass right now, I'm going to be really impressed with myself. But it's something like that. But he walks the line and he's like, I can't actually say this. Instead, I will tell you that while I'm here and you are harboring me, I will do whatever you want. And Colum like stares at him. And it takes a long time. And his legs shake a little. <laughs> well, they hurt. And then he goes, it's okay. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and everybody in the room is like, oh. <laughs> like, there's this huge release of air. And then Colum well, Jamie takes a shot of Rhenish. And then Colm takes his, what, 108th shot of Rhenish that night? Yeah. To the telling how. And then Myrtle walks up to Jamie and says, Jamie, God, that
0: must have been stressful. Do you need to take a shit? <laughs> and then Jamie says...
2: let's let's remember that i
1: have to fix this okay yes Uh, and so jamie has managed to make it out of this incredibly sticky wicket unscathed but guess what the sticky wicket was claire's fault and myrta lets her know it yeah
0: i don't know if you picked up on this Mm -hmm. i don't care how long you've been listening i don't know if you picked up on this we really love Merton. Yeah, we do.
1: <laughs> so then we find out that uh, Column or is it Dougal, wants Claire to go on the boar hunt with them the next day. It's a part of the gathering. They're going on this wild boar hunt in the in the forests. And so it's going to be all these dudes going out to try and kill some pigs. And Claire doesn't see what the big deal is. Like, why do you need a healer? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know if you know this about me, Mr. Rogan. <laughs> But I am from Arkansas, and our state mod uh, our state mascot is the Razorback. Do you know what that is? Mm. The Razorback is a wild boar. And anybody who doesn't have experience with a wild boar doesn't understand that they are incredibly forceful and evil and will just destroy you. So Claire has no idea. Claire's going into this hunt like, whatever, pigs. And everyone's like, uh, no but seriously you don't know my pig uh, just we not pray yeah not pray so here's one thing I have to do if I can beg your indulgence yes you can as I went to the University of Arkansas home of the Arkansas Razorbacks in the show all the men are going through the woods banging their shields and shit trying oh, to. oh like, I know what's coming trying to get the pig to come out of the come out of the forest but I have to let you guys know going to take off my headphones now. That's not how you call a pig. <laughs> Excuse me while I scoot back for the mic a bit. This is how you call a pig. Oh! Just so you guys know, that's how they should be calling the boars—not like knocking on their shields or some shit.
0: <laughs> Just so you guys know, I got all of that on video. It'll be available on YouTube by the time you hear this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they go out to call we'll the hogs. We'll post a link. And then Claire realizes, oh, I'm in the shit now because it's really brutal. They're obviously trying to kill these pigs. There's a big one that comes for her. Like, it's real close to getting her, and then it drops dead right in front of her. Guess who killed it? Who? Gilf. Yeah, he did. Oh, it's yeah. like, thanks, Gilf. Thanks for killing that pig. Did you need your dick sucked? <laughs> can I just help you down below? <laughs> no. Okay, so then she realizes, oh, this is actually way more dangerous than I thought it would be. And she's hearing guys screaming all over the place, and she can hear the pigs in the woods, and, and then all of a sudden there's a big scream. <laughs> And Claire comes into a clearing in the woods, and Dougal is cradling this man in his lap. And this guy has obviously gotten hit by the boar, and he's got a bad scar on his leg, like a big cut on his leg. But Claire's like, oh, we can save this, no problem. And she starts trying to work on it, but she looks at the guy, and the guy is like, really? His name, by the way, is Jordi. Jordi. That's right. Uh, Geordie. 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 Is bleeding. His face is like extra white. And she's like, this cut is pretty deep, but it's, it didn't hit his femoral artery. So why is he like... And then she looks over, lifts up his shirt, and his intestine is just spilling out of his cavity.
0: And then he looks at her and he goes, "Just suis play le mort. <laughs> That's not actually correctly conjugated. Je suis play Death.
1: Just playing for death. Though. Poor poor Jordy doesn't know that this is happening in his gut. But GILF is holding him and GILF, Gilf looks down and sees it and is like, oh shit. They ha-
0: it's actually a great moment for both performers, right? Like, he looks at Claire and she gives him the tiniest shake of the head. The
1: tiniest, like, no, he's not going to lift. And
0: in that moment, he does, he just forgets that he suspects that she's a fucking British... Lie. he forgets that women can't know things he just knows that like someone who understands the body is telling him that that he's not going to live and so he reaches down and he undoes the tourniquet that she put on his leg so that he can bleed out faster so that he'll die faster and it's uh, it's actually a really great scene is there a way can you see who played geordie Jordy. yeah like mm-hmm. george but with die on the end J
2: <laughs> G E O R D
0: die, die. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. George Uh A very well spelled name, by the way. It does end with die. Uh, Brian Larkin.
0: Well, Brian Larkin, good job. Buddy. He is really great. He is, they have this conversation that's really funny where they're talking about... She asks Geordie uh, to tell her about his home.
1: And he's, he goes into this reverie, and I'm thinking in my mind, if I was dying and somebody asked me that, this would be my answer. Oh, hit me. I'll do mine too. It's a second floor walk-up. Sometimes there are centipedes and the traffic outside can get a bit noisy. <laughs>
0: Here, here's mine. <laughs> it's a garden apartment, but it's okay because there's actually a garden. And once we saw a roach, the size of a pop tart.
2: <laughs>
0: but it's only seven seventy-five a <laughs> month.
2: Oh man, Janine, our, our
0: do you epic. wanna do yours?
2: Mine? I think yeah. mine's great. Tell me about
0: Tell me about, about your, home. your home.
2: I live with two guys who are never there. But my place is huge. It's like I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm glad I, I'm glad I came
1: if anybody wants to send that to us on Twitter, tell us yeah, about your home. <laughs> tell us about your home as you're jaw dying. As you're jaw dying, just tell us about your uh, home. Hashtag jaw dying. <laughs> so oh, please, Jen Moniz, I'm counting on you specifically. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Jordy
0: bites it. <laughs> uh, but as he's telling Claire about his <coughs> home, he turns to Dougal and is like, "Dougal, brother." I have to know,
1: did you fuck my sister? And Dougal's <laughs> <was> like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I did. And he's like, you did all this stuff. away with the ladies. <laughs> and it's like, have you seen him on a horse? Jordy, <laughs> come, on, come, come on. on. He's the man who invented golf. <laughs> and you're the man who invented dying an in outlander. <laughs> so Jordy dies. But what happens here is that Gilf gets to see that Claire is not shaken by any of this. Claire obviously has experience with... Men being incredibly wounded and dying in her face. And is not shaken, not crying, not upset, just like not shaken, cool. just stirred. <laughs> just stirred within. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and so they come back after the hunt and everybody's sad because there's a journey over the horse wrapping It Was it Mike's hunt? No. It wasn't Mike's hunt. But but Mike needs a hunt. <laughs> is there a Mike hunt scheduled? Oh. oh my cunt is always there so (laughs) shut up janine (laughs) so they come back and everybody's very somber because somebody died on the hunt and that's i I would assume that happens once every couple of gatherings but maybe not every gathering and everybody's upset and claire goes back to her dungeon and Gil comes in and he's like hey 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 Baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. Hey, hey. I can tell that you've seen dudes die before and under violence.
0: And she says, yes.
1: yes. A lot. Because <laughs> remember, Claire, World War II vet. Yeah, which he, I don't think that he was ready for, for her to just look at him and say, yes, many times. Like, yeah, I've been there. And he thanks her. And then he says, have you seen the classic Britney Spears film,
0: Crossroads. <laughs> And she says, as a matter of fact, I have.
1: And then he says, great, we're going on a road trip. <laughs> You're coming with me. because but
0: seriously, he sets up, he basically tells her, like, we're going to collect the rents for all of the, the like, tenants on tenants. McKinsey Land. Yeah.
1: You're coming with us because we could use a healer. Mm-hmm. And why do we need a healer on a rent collection? Oh, you'll see. Oh, you'll see. You'll see. But we need you with us. So, you're coming with. She's like, up oh, taking the show on the road. Fine.
0: And you can see that first she's like,
1: fuck you. And then she goes, oh, no, wait.
0: Maybe I can get to the dick rocks. <laughs> Maybe I can get to the dick rocks. I know there's this really hot dude that I'm just dying to bone, but I've got a husband. i got to get to my husband. Oh,
1: my God. Guess what we forgot about. What? When they come back from the hunt. My hunt. When they come back from my cunt. Uh...
2: You guys were trying so hard for that joke, you forgot about Dougal, yeah, we did. <laughs> Dougal is
1: so mad that he has to blow off some steam. And when he comes back, oh! there are some dudes playing field hockey, which I guess is called Shinty. Shinty. And, it's uh, so Shinty. It's so Shinty. And Dougal needs to blow off some steam. So he picks up a stick and basically lays waste to all the men on the field until there's just him and Jamie. And then they beat the shit out of each and other. And then they truly... Beat the shit out of each other. And And at one point, Gilf is like, I taught you to play this game. And Jamie's like, you did. And then...
0: Here's the... here. You want to, like... Just a a little quick description of the fucking patriarchy. In any other show, somebody would have thrown water, wine, or pudding on them. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't enjoy that. But... That would never happen. Instead, they were just fighting. Mm -hmm. But if those were two women, it would have been in a mud puddle. Yeah. At the very Mm -hmm. least. Or a pool, right? Mm -hmm. Or
1: a bathtub. Or Mm -hmm. a vat of wine. And it wasn't, in this case, however, nonetheless, incredibly sexy. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Real hot. But, again, if that had been two women...
2: You imagine imagine that
0: scene happened on Game of Thrones You gotta lubricate that scene On Game of Thrones they w- both would have been covered in wine And then they would have been killed completely unnecessarily Because Game of Thrones doesn't give a fuck About the male minor female characters mm-hmm. So then they would have just died But uh, Instead They're both compelling male characters
1: So they got to maintain their dignity While they wrestled. <laughs> and then Jamie ends up After Truly Gilf gets several good blows in Jamie flips him over onto his back, onto, like this huge slow-mo, like,
0: enacting oh, And actually, dreams of women everywhere. <laughs> Woof.
1: Woof. <laughs> Woof. And so, sorry, we missed that part. And then that's when Gilf goes down. It's like, you're coming with us, Claire. You're coming with us on the road. But I, I didn't want to miss the Shinty fight because it was too good.
0: So, that sets us up for, a like, a really solid road trip episode i'm excited to talk about
1: she does come out they they leave the next morning and she's on a horse about to head out and she is wearing a very fancy road coat mm-hmm. with the big white fur i'm like where did that come from
2: that was actually in the pictures i looked on, on imdb just now and i was like i thought that was a bigger thing right and apparently no. it was so impressive even in that last moment they were like no but this is part of that episode oh, yeah because yeah.
1: uh, the rest of the time she's wearing homespun most of the time and then all of a sudden she's coming out in this ermine shit and i'm like who? where did well she get maybe that coat? the
0: women leave the castle so infrequently that they all share one nice coat well it's extra
1: fancy <laughs> oh god and she is rocking that coat when they leave she's so fancy but they leave they're taking the show to the road to go collect all their rents we're about to meet one of my favorite characters from season one i'll keep that a secret uh it's the same character I'm same assuming. guy yeah. yes same person uh but that's the end of that episode all right, so scales. As always, these scales
0: are not planned. And because we record episodes back-to-back now, this is we're the second hammered. episode we've recorded. So we've gone through most of a growler of oatmeal stout in addition to an earlier growler. So entire growler. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> so uh, so it's going to be harder for me to, to pick things. But I'm going to do my best for you, our you listeners. Can, you
1: can do it. All six of them. All six of them. It's actually way more than six. We found this out recently. But six is a good joke. It's really <laughs>
0: Thank you all. We love you. We so, love you all so much. Um, so let's start with costumes. Mm-hmm. On a scale, let's see, we've got outerwear, oh, we've got fighting, we've got the gathering. Let's see. On a scale of the music video for 500 Miles by the Pretenders, <laughs>
1: <laughs> because it's Scottish,
0: to the music video for the single I'm about to write about Braveheart. <laughs>
1: populated by drag queens okay uh well i can't go as far as the drag queens because we we have a couple of fancy items because they're at the gathering we also disagree about one costume Uh, and i really did not like claire's fancy drag uh i gotta put this into a category of costumes that fit the bill but i did not care for oh um there's this weird Terry Gilliam movie. <laughs> this weird Terry Gilliam no, movie no, no, no. is like an unnecessary <laughs> Right, I understand. There's this Terry Gilliam movie that stars Christoph Waltz. What's it called? Really?
2: Christoph Waltz? Yeah. Terry Gilliam? Gilliam?
1: Yeah, G-I-L-L-I-A-M. Neil and I tried to watch it. We tried to watch this movie on Netflix because we both appreciate Terry Gilliam's and And Christoph Waltz. Damn, Christoph. How do you spell Christoph?
0: Like Christopher without the E R. Yeah,
1: Christoph. No E R. Just we no E R. Uh, We tried to watch this on Netflix because we like both Terry Gilliam and.
2: (laughs) This doesn't work. Um, What what IMDb just gave me was the the Graham Norton show.
1: No. No. Uh, Anyway, it was some weird ass movie. The Zero Theorem. Yes. The Zero Theorem, in which Christoph Waltz plays a genius who works at some, like, um, bumbling nine-to-five job in the future. Might sound a little bit like Brazil to you. (laughs) It is. And uh, everybody has this weird kind of semi-futuristic costumes, but they're all kind of shitty. So, yeah. That movie. Cool. All right. So, doing it. Um,
0: Well, Je suis prêt. Je suis prêt. Right, what? all right. I'm trying to give you good options for this. So let's go from The Lego Movie. Have you seen The Lego yeah,
1: Movie? Yeah, I've seen The Lego Movie.
0: All right, so The Lego Movie.
1: Everything is awesome. Everything <laughs> is cool when
0: you're <laughs> fucking a, a Scotsman. Oh, ooh. Oh, that's Yeah.
2: Explicit.
0: I like to rewrite lyrics. <laughs> all right, so Lego Movie to... Um, Oh, God, I'm just going to be obvious. Let's say nine and a half weeks.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's a little bit too high because we're not actually. Right. But it's a
0: great non-sex, sexy moment.
1: Well, you know what? I actually brought it up earlier, and I think I'm going to bring this into the mix. It's a lot of tension. There's a lot of flirting. We get to see the moment where he says, yes, we pray, and we're like, you're the hottest dude that's ever lived. Yeah. And you know what? In, like, 1986, Bruce Willis fit that bill, and I'm going to say Moonlighting. Ooh! Just the entire Mm -hmm. series of Moonlighting until they actually got together. Not after they got together, but up until they got together where the sexual tension was so hot.
0: Yeah, sexual tension—that's good. I'm not sure that I would say that Bruce Willis was the hottest dude that ever lived in the air. No, no, no. But
1: he was. He was. Oh, Janine, are you weighing in? You never weigh in. I don't, Janine. I uh,
2: I I always feel like I'll be judged for my opinions on this. No, hit it. I I mean,
1: yes, you will. You know what?
0: Hit it and then don't quit it, because we couldn't do it without you. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, I would actually, to the point of that, where it's like this sexual tension thing. I would say uh, Vanilla Sky before the accident
0: that's great because vanilla sky after the accident accident is a piece of garbage (laughs) but pre accident week i've never seen it but
2: i i understand but
0: before that's great open your eyes (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's great that's a great example all right last one willingness to get up and get another beer this one i'm sorry give me the scale but i'm thinking about it while you do because i will say before i give you the scale that for an episode that's relatively low-key, I actually think it's really hard to step away. Mostly because it's so focused on Claire escaping, mm-hmm. and then Claire's escape plan fucks the other most interesting character in the show, but not literally, which is the only thing that could make it more interesting. Right. Well, and, um, and
2: they've been talking about this episode for fucking three right. episodes. The gathering! The gathering!
0: The gathering! <laughs> um. All right, so let's say... Um. RuPaul's Drag Race Season 1 Premiere. Ooh. Ooh, that's a deep cut. That's that's the low end. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Yeah, that's the low end. 2 Star Booty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's not right. I don't know enough about Star Booty. I said that don't. for jokes.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Season 1, episode 1. To, hey, the most recent episode of All Stars. Oh.
1: Well, uh, the most recent episode of I All Stars. I should say this to
0: our listeners. Uh, you should watch RuPaul's Drag Race. You especially should. All Stars. If uh, you really love it, and enough of you tell us you love it, Julie and I will start talking about it on We the will internet. talk about it all the time. We love it. So, anyway.
1: Uh, well, this last episode... Man, I don't know. I know it wasn't as low as season one, episode one, because back then they didn't know it was going to be a hit, so they were just kind of throwing well, then shit let me revise. Let's no, say on, your on.
0: least interesting Drag Race episode to your most interesting Drag Race episode. Ugh. And then pick a Drag Race episode.
1: Okay, I'll pick a Drag Race episode. It's going to be somewhere closer to the most interesting episode okay. and less on the lower end of the scale, so maybe I'll say... The episode, what season was Manila Luzon for? Uh Two. Two? Manila she was, was Raja season. season. Oh, my God.
0: Wasn't it, was Raja three or two? I think she was two. I don't remember. Because I think Tyra was three. No. It's, Tyra won
1: two. Tyra was two. So Manila was three. Three. Okay, so season three, I'm going to go with the episode that Manila got eliminated on. Oh, okay. That's good. Because that was a good episode, and you really thought Manila was going to pull through, and then she had one of the best fucking lip syncs of all time, and they got eliminated.
0: That's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, seriously, uh, people of the internet, (laughs) we love you, and we love RuPaul's Drag Race. And if you love RuPaul's Drag Race, we will talk about it. Only we know there are people on the internet that want to talk about Outlander. We are less certain that there are people on the internet that want to talk about RuPaul's drag race and will actually listen to us
1: yeah I, we think that the venn diagrams don't actually like cross yeah. like maybe they're near each other but the balls don't actually but like you let us know if you want a drag race show you let us know
0: we balls don't touch
2: they're like non-skinny jeans balls. yes
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yes all
0: right so
2: uh, that's the end of this episode
0: but i think it's great and like
1: hey cheers to diana gabaldon
2: yeah, she Cheers. had an, it's it. It's a, a really good idea. cameo. Oh, and you know what? So
1: did Ronald Moore had a cameo in this one too. Oh, I didn't know but that. But I don't know who he was. He was just in some groups. I scene. can
2: find that out if you'd like. Yep. Sorry, yep. I was looking at uh, the Drag Please. Race uh, uh, people, so I took me a little. Bit
0: we bad. recently introduced Janine to Drag Race, which
2: is spectacular, <laughs> right? Janine's. Uh, what, so who am I looking up? Roger... Roger Ronald
1: R- R- Ronald D- Moore. Moore. Sorry, Ronald Moore. While he's looking that up, we
0: need to thank our Patreon patrons, uh, the people Ooh. who've pledged at a level where we say their names every episode, like they own Miller Lite, a fine pills and beer, are Amanda <laughs> Newton, Beth Locke, and Kathleen Moniz.
2: Uh, Ronald was apparently, if he wasn't it, he was not in something they, they would list on IMDb.
1: Yeah, no, I think he was in one of the group scenes. Sure. He was just hanging out. He wasn't... It
0: wasn't on, like, one of his lower... Because he you had to find him as a producer
1: or showrunner.
2: I mean, yeah, it's like he's on there as executive producer. He's on He was as...
1: either... I, I guarantee he was no, either but... in the crowd at the gathering at some point or I mean, maybe he was one of the rapists.
2: They don't list, they don't list uh, like extras in that regard. Because uh-huh. like, I'm in glee in the britney spears episode what yeah how have you never told me this because these are things that
1: don't get brought up wait often. we're gonna have to come back to that in a in the spoiler
2: section okay we'll come back to that in the spoiler section so oh but for our listeners- no, no 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 for everybody else what the fuck you were in the fucking um i'm in the britney spears episode if you want to find uh, janine in the britney spears episode of glee when they are in the auditorium about yeah. to introduce the act look uh there's a panning shot of the student body looking in the gymnasium gymnasium, and the uh principal is speaking into a microphone yeah uh on a profile for the principal i'm basically at the end of the microphone when you start uh we're
0: gonna find a screenshot and share it on twitter but for now here because it's been a couple episodes now since we said everyone who's backing us on patreon so at the 10 level you get name dropped every episode that includes higher levels so we have three people who fall into those categories. But every once in a while, we're just going to say everybody. So thank you so much, like crazy much. I it's can't so tell weird. you I how special you. it makes us feel. Thank you to Amanda Newton, Beth Locke, Kathleen Moniz, Samantha, whose last name is not provided, uh, Rose Cardiel, Cardiel, Cardamu. Ro- you know what? This is the highest compliment I can play you, Rose. Rose Car- 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 Um <laughs> Elizabeth Young, Liz Young. Uh, Jen Moniz and Al Iverson, thank you so much. Um, we're going to move to the spoiler section in just a second. So if you want to listen to spoilers or listen to roughly 10 seconds of yaky Sacks, stay tuned. Uh, if you want to be unspoiled, stop listening as soon as we say goodbye and come back to it later. But thank you so much for listening. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podlendercast, twitter.com slash podlendercast uh patreon.com slash drunkcast. uh all the things find us on the internet say nice things we love you we want to hear from you please tell us what you think and spoilers coming bye <laughs> Welcome to spoiler
1: schmoiler. Spoiler oh, really suggestions.
0: I know. Please. Yeah. Come this. on, guys. I mean, so now we're recording two at a time, so it's distinctly possible that one of you has had a brilliant idea that we haven't had a chance to implement yet. But come on. But like please really. You're all so funny. You say such funny things on the internet, all six of you. One of you one must of have you a, great a great idea. idea. And
1: it's not spoiler schmoiler. <laughs> Spoiler Tonia! It's also not like Spoiler Lander. <laughs> <No. laughs> Which we considered for Hollywood. Spoiler Lander? No. It sucks. You guys help us. Sing me a song of a lass that is spoiled.
0: Jessie That's spoiled? Je suis spoiled. Je suis spoiled. You know what? That's not bad. Okay. That'll yeah. be our backup. <laughs> All mm-hmm. right. So, hey, speaking of Je suis spoiled, mm-hmm. uh, our spoiler section this week is devoted to. How they just don't even attempt to hide that eventually they're gonna
1: fuck the shit. They're just other. gonna have so much sex.
0: And it's the it's really the je suis prêt. What oh. it's really the what
1: That really pushes it over the edge. Oi. Well because she's already had the flirty scene with him where she was drunk in the other episode and, like trying to rebandage him and but then that moment, he's hotter than any man has ever been, save for Paul Newman in Hud. <laughs> <laughs> I would also accept Paul Newman in basically any movie. Have you ever seen that scene in Hud where it's Paul Newman and um? Oh God, what's her name? Patricia. It's the hot. It's the. It's the hottest thing here's I've ever what seen. I,
0: here's what I'll present. What about Paul Newman at the beginning of Ca- Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, where? He's supposed to be sexually ambivalent. Or, you know, if you're not making Hollywood movie, then he's gay. But Hollywood.
1: <laughs> well, so he's sexually I mean, ambivalent. I mean, Tennessee Williams pretty much wrote that in there. Just I once. know,
0: but in the movie, it's not the case. Yeah. In the, in the play, that's what it is. In the movie, it's not the case. And yet, despite this. Patricia Heaton. No, not Patricia
1: he- that's horrible. No, but
0: despite this, Thank all you want is for Elizabeth Taylor to rip his
1: very tidy pajamas right the fuck off him and go to fucking town. Here's what happens in HUD. And here's why I will <laughs> here's why I will tell you it's hotter. It is Paul Newman, young, younger than Paul Newman and Cat on a hot tin roof. So more virile, more like young, dumb, and full of cum, Paul Newman. <laughs> oh gosh. And uh, he plays the ne'er-do-well son of a very successful rancher in Texas, so he's never had to do anything, and so he's just kind of an asshole who does whatever he wants. And then there's Patricia Neal, who is the only woman in 500 miles of this ranch, and she runs, like, the kitchen and shit. She's the only woman. And you know what? She's not fancy. She's just wearing a house dress, and she's barefoot. She's not fancy. No. But it is the sexiest fuck. It, I can't, I can't describe to you how sexy the scene between these two people is.
0: Hey, Janine, what it, would that be your pick for the sexiest scene in a movie you've ever seen?
1: Well, without actual P and V, yes. Okay, so yeah. the
0: sexiest non-sex.
1: Scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they sexiest are just like,
0: non-sex scene in a movie.
2: Ooh, that's. I don't know if I can do this on the spot because this is one of those things I gotta go pick. with your instinct. Uh, uh, guys, you were talking to a guy who just fucking loves movies and any sort of love scene that exists. Like, right now, where my head just went was Freddie Prince Jr. movies. Like...
1: Fine. That's fine.
2: Like, uh, oh, oh God, well, easiest one, because I can remember it. She's all that. Like, yeah. that fucking scene where he walks out, and they have, like, the lights on the fucking pool deck, and it's like, kiss it? me, like, literally.
1: Lisa, is that a Lisa Love song?
2: Uh, no, no
1: sixpence none, my <laughs> Uh
0: Mine, again off the top of my head, because we didn't. We I, I just I don't know if you know this, but we don't plan
1: a fucking thing. We don't talk it's about cool. these things ahead of we time. Ju- all we did, all we know is what episode we're going to talk about, and then eat a uh, chip.
0: So we eat some chips. Uh, uh there you just heard Julie crunch. We try really hard to not eat tried, in front of the microphone, but they're so good. <laughs> yeah. So mine would be. Um, Teenage Wedding and Pulp Fiction. Oh, mm-hmm. Sexiest mm-hmm. non-sex scene. That's my choice. Mm-hmm. But there are better choices. I mean, there there's many, a whole world. Choices. There's a whole world of movies. I there's, a, you know what? There's that scene in It's a Wonderful Life when Jimmy Stewart is kind and of he grabs her. her! And he
1: grabs her and he says, "You're gonna be with me, see, and we're gonna be together." And it's like, oh, Jimmy Stewart. <gasps> oh my, Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh. I
2: mean, as we talk about
1: that, I regret my choice. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, I didn't know.
0: Uh, Also, there's, it's not a good movie, but there's draw me like one of your French girls. (laughs) Yes,
2: absolutely. (laughs) Which
1: which to me is a hilarious joke now, though. Like that. But still, they don't have sex in that scene. They don't. No, that's true. No, that's true. But basically, the spoiler is is that Jamie and Claire are gonna get P and V real soon.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it's like, and from here, this is really the episode where it becomes very apparent, and it's mostly because of that.
2: Of, uh, because of <clears> this <throat> oh god I fucking oh because of this, it again. that's all right you
0: weren't J- you weren't
1: pray that time that's fine
0: uh. all right. oh i missed it do it again do
2: you need one more time
1: yeah, uh, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> 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 because of that that uh, obviously claire's like oh you're ready so am i
0: or I will be
1: anyway. Let's just... You know what? I'm going to think about that when I go to bed in my sumptuous bed in Castle Leot tonight.
0: Just going to... And I'm going to convince myself it's because I miss my
1: husband. Yeah, I'm going to convince myself it's because I miss Frank. And, and she
0: I, does miss her husband. It's but, what I appreciate. But it's
1: also because she wants to climb that redwood. Well, and who wouldn't? I mean... This Nobody. is why...
0: And I'm... No, you know what? I'm not going to go there. My relationship doesn't matter and neither does anyone else's. But I would say that regardless of my particular choices, Julie's particular choices, Aaron's particular choices, I am generally in favor of people defining their relationships any way they want to. So people who have non-monogamous relationships, Jamie Fraser salutes you. Just get in there. (laughs) Just go find him. Je suis. (laughs) That's great. That's it. Uh, so it's a, it's a really good teaser
1: episode for a teaser. I can't. <laughs> you brought her. She's your sister. Oh. I don't even know her.
0: <laughs> I can't. It's just so... It's just... It's
1: incredibly hot.
0: It's really hot. So it's like, this isn't spoilers really, so much as for opportunity to be like, woof.
1: <laughs> just like extra woof. Like woof, woof. Can I have a woof with a side of woof? <laughs>
0: Wolf. And some extra woof,
1: like please. Uh... I actually said woof out loud. You know. Like, Neil, was sitting right hey. there. <laughs> I couldn't even stop it. It just happened. It's, you forget. It's easy to forget,
0: especially at the beginning, because you get really accustomed <laughs> to how hot he is. Right? So at, when you restart it, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. He's beautiful. Like In the last, whatever, first episode, we were talking about how he's actually hotter when he has blood all over his face. And then last night, again, Kevin, out of nowhere, because now, despite the fact that he didn't like the show, Kevin is following Outlander News, was talking to us about who he saw on-set photos from season three, where somebody is painting blood onto Sam Yuan's face. So he thought of Julie and I, because we were talking
1: about how he was bloody. And I'm like, I can help you with that.
0: <laughs> I have one word
1: for you. And Julie, what word is that? Woof. <laughs>
0: yes, it is.
2: Maybe you have a couple other words. Like, maybe they are just
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> those are the other words. <laughs> All right. That's going to be it. Yeah, I know that's not spoilery. But those of you who stuck around, I hope you're immune. Because Julie and I are not in control of our faculties right now. <laughs> We're too busy thinking about that thinking about that all right mm. uh we'll we, we will be back next week for you to talk about the episodes leading up to the wedding which is how we're going to define every episode leading up to the wedding <laughs> this episode is still not the wedding and thank you to everybody who voted on twitter for, <laughs> for it's Janine gonna be to watch a,
1: the wedding. it's gonna be sumptuous hilarious i'm gonna and give weird. him a pillow so he can hide his boner. <laughs> I'm gonna That's have really I'm <laughs> gonna have lots of snacks. I'm gonna make sure that they're snacks, and uh, well, I'm also going to... you gonna, know what we you should know. embrace it. It should be like oysters.
2: Well, but you also we should also let these spoiler people know that we're gonna try and record my reaction. Oh yeah, oh. we're
0: gonna put a mic in front of Janine so that when he goes, oh, you, <laughs> can, you, can <laughs> you will it. be able to hear it. Uh, guys, can we pause for a minute? I have to go to the
1: bathroom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just I just need. To, I need a minute. <laughs> mom, I hope you're not watching <laughs> <laughs> No, but, uh, but mom, it's like a radio show, though. It's on the internet. Oh,
0: fair. <laughs> also, uh, mom, your son is a delightful, very respectful human. <laughs>
1: it's true. It's true.
0: Anyway, okay. uh, that's it for this week. I'm Allison. I'm Julie. That's Janine. What's up? Uh, whose name is Aaron. <laughs> we'll be back next week slightly more sober. Yay! Slightly. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.